It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Sure. Stay Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Four o'clock here in the Music City. You know what time it is. It's time for the afternoon stretch. Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devlin behind the board. That would be a good one for you, Devlin behind the board. That'd be an easy one. That's not bad. That's not pretty bad. Pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Zach, how you doing, brother? Zach. We'll get Zach here on soon, all yeah. right? Listen, if you are on the dial, if you're in your car listening right now, you maniac. But I can respect the maniac. I can respect the people with a little edge. You run out to your car in the middle of a storm out here in Nashville. It is an absolute hurricane. In some areas, but you make a way to listen to the afternoon stretch. And for that, you have my undying respect. All right. Zach Williams, you here with us here on the Strike Spare Family Fun Center studio? We can we can hear him in here. He's not coming out. Hold on one second. Let me let me let me. Nah, let you go, Devlin. Take some time. We're still working out the kinks. Listen, when I work from the studio in Clarksville, with all my expertise, you gotta remember I'm an edu- I'm a Vanderbilt educated man, so I can figure out this Discord remote stuff pretty easily. Zach, he's gonna take some time to have to catch up to my technical expertise. Real quick, I want to review one thing. Um, I was a little skeptical yesterday, and my skepticism was right. Now I'm not gonna say like I couldn't or could, but that Vanderbilt or excuse me, Tennessee Alabama basketball game yesterday was a travesty to watch. Defensive. Anything defensive is just such a bad television product. It is absurd. We took the over. I was skeptical. Tennessee is all known for their great defense, and Alabama was playing away in Tennessee's home court. I think the over-under was 146.5. We were not even close. I think it was 17 to 18 going halfway through the first half, and I was like, this is an absolute disaster. And not only that – me, Zach Williams, Devlin, we were all here in the Strike and Spare studios, and we were saying, don't overthink it. Vegas doesn't know anything, because for most people that don't know, Tennessee was was the favorite against Alabama. Tennessee had just taken losses to Missouri, to Vanderbilt. They looked like they were on a downtrend, and Alabama's been absolutely dominant, number one team in the country. How could they be the underdogs? Well, Tennessee gets the job done, and all of a sudden, college basketball makes no sense to me, all right? College basketball makes absolutely no sense sense today what we got coming up we'll have andrew algreta coming on friend of the show coming on at 425 to talk all things vanderbilt vanderbilt basketball we got vandy baseball coming up who knows i'm a football guy so i might even get some football questions in there special guest buddy of mine that i play with on the st louis battlehawks mike miller he is now a vegas viper in the xfl the new xfl xfl 3.0 is what it's been nicknamed that will be kicking off this weekend so we'll get mike on the line at the top of the second arrow at the second hour. Listen, our show ends a little early today, 5.45, all right? So I just want to give you a heads up. Vandy women's basketball, they'll be playing at Alabama. Now, the commanders are interviewing Eric Bielemy. They, The commanders post on their Twitter account, we are now interviewing Eric. And I can't believe he's even entertaining this type of stuff. Eric Bieniemy, I've already said on the show that I think race is starting to play a little bit of a factor. If you disagree, call in 615-844-5600. 
But I think it, 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 it they're giving me no other options. I don't want to be the guy that points to external factors and be like, he didn't get the job because of this. He didn't get the job because of that. Well, let's start looking at the arguments that people are having. Eric Bieniemy doesn't run the offense. That's the, or he doesn't call the plays. A lot of OCs don't call the plays. And there have been people who have been promoted for less. I mean, there have been quarterbacks coaches, for Christ's sake, that go up just because they covered the big names. So when people say, okay, Andy Reid's calling the plays or someone else is calling the plays and he has no say whatsoever and he has Patrick Mahomes and that carries him so he doesn't, you know, he, do, he doesn't deserve the same shot. I, I, don't, I very much disagree with that because we've, we've seen it all over the league. We see it all over the league. The second someone gets an excuse to get hired for essentially – coaching a talent they go up and for majority of the time it's a white coach so that's that's where my thought process is at my my first choice always goes to adam gase adam gase he was the quarterbacks coach for peyton manning and he basically just gets to ride the coattails coaching in the nfl isn't a mystery all right i was in the nfl long enough to know how different is coaching is from college to the national football league in college you really are. It really does to feel like you're developing a young man's skill set. All right, you're teaching him a technique. You're t- in the NFL, you do not have time for that. It is very rare coaches like my way or the highway. The personnel department does all the scouting. They do all the hiring, and the coaches simply try to use that talent and put them in positions. Eric Bieniemy does that, and he does that as a, at, at an extremely high level. You don't get the title of OC just by skating by. And Andy Reid's been pushing for this guy. Everyone's been pushing for this guy. Travis Kelsey's been pushing on this guy on his podcast. Everyone on planet Earth is trying to give this guy credit. They're trying to get Eric credit so that he can make an upward move. But it looks like just for whatever reason, the NFL is trying to... And when I say the NFL, understand this. It's more so every single team. It's not just the it's not the NFL's institution, but no team wants to take a chance on Eric Bieniemy as the head coach. So now he's being forced to essentially, let's call it what it is. If you're the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, that is a downgrade. He is being forced to downgrade to see if he can have the same success, which is pretty unreasonable. And let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes is one of the top talents in the country right now, okay? Patrick Mahomes, he's not I caught went on this airways and I called him the goat. Patrick Mahomes might be the greatest football player to ever touch a football. And does that help a coach? Yes, but that's Patrick Mahomes also he he benefits from having Eric Bieniemy. Do they have spats all the time? I not not necessarily. You see it once or twice. I remember him on the when the Col- Chiefs lost to the Colts in that first few weeks of the season. I think it was the Chiefs first loss. They had a few spats, but that's what most great coordinators and great quarterbacks do. I mean, I can count on I can think of all the times Tom Brady has scram at his coordinators. That's that's their competitive drive, and that's why they work together well, all right? So Eric Bieniemy is is an absolutely massive head case, and I feel for the guy that he feels like he needs to interview for the Washington Commander's OC job, which, by the way, on a personnel side, they're also absolutely abysmal, all right? I'm not sure what I'm not sure what it's going to happen here. I don't. So Eric Bieniemy, let, all right. Let's see. Let's see what happens. What? Who's the quarterback for Washington Commanders coming up? Sam Howell. I think so. That's going to be who they ride with, unless they bring in a veteran guy. Because are they going Carson Wentz again? Carson Wentz signed what three years? Carson Wentz signed three years. They're not riding with him. No, absolutely not. So Eric Bieniemy is going to have to find the same level of Chiefs success. Because if he doesn't have the same success he had with the Chiefs. He's going to get ju- – they're going to be like, see, I told you it was all Patrick Mahomes. Well, of course having Patrick Mahomes benefits you. This guy is essentially getting chess- checkmated out. He's getting checkmated out of his position. 
I have no idea what to think about it. I feel for the guy. What's up, Dublin? We got to try here for Zach again. Zach Williams, do you do you read me from Houston? <laughs> hey, it's not a big deal. I'm a big boy, uh, figuratively and literally. We'll mess around on the break. Show. Yeah, we'll try and see if we can get Zach in on the top of the uh, – we have eight minutes left in this break. I still want to stick on to this Eric Bieniemy story with the Washington Commanders because – I think Washington has actually a decent potential. From an offensive standpoint, personnel-wise, they, they're they're okay in the running back room. I don't know if I'm ready to say. Everyone wants to go on and say people are elite. I'll be honest with you. Terry McLaurin's elite. Terry McLaurin, go up, get it type of guy. But everyone else in Washington, they have a rookie running back and two other. They have McKissick, and they have – who's Ryan. the other one I'm blanking on? Well – uh, Gibson from Memphis, mm-hmm. and he does well as a pass catcher, but they all do well as pass catcher. So you have three of kind of the same guy playing at Washington. It's not like any of them are a real X factor. McLaurin's your real X factor on the edge there. Um, Taylor Heineke, he's he he's going to do his best. He's asking for his job on the Pat McAfee show, and I get it. Try and get your money, brother. Try and get more years in the league. But Washington's kind of at a at a stalemate. So I don't know if Eric's going to have the same success as he will. As he had with the Chiefs, and even if Washington does great, let's say, well, what's great? Even if Washington does does good, they have a winning record. They go, let's say, ten and seven. All right, Washington goes ten and seven. Well, people are then going to say for Eric when he starts interviewing for head coaching jobs, well, he couldn't live up to the expectation of Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. He couldn't do that with no one on planet Earth can replicate that type of success. The Chiefs are going to more than likely be a dynasty they're the next one up patriots pass the torch to the chiefs i don't know if kelsey's going to stick around longer anymore i honestly he's a lot of people forget kelsey's aging out of it but i don't expect eric to have the same type of success in washington and then he's going to be for, he's just going to eventually move down the totem pole i don't know what to do i don't know what to do about this guy i feel for the guy immensely but Hey, if that's the path he chooses, that's great. Zach Williams, my co-host, he has this this thought that Eric is just sitting in the reins waiting for Andy Reid to retire, and then that would project him up to the Chiefs head coaching job. And that's why he's gone to these interviews. Maybe he's just checking it out, but it's a mutual thing that I decided not to. I think him interviewing for the commander's OC position just kind of goes to show, no, he really has been trying for these jobs. He really has been trying to elevate himself to a new position, to a head coach, to run a franchise. And it just simply, for whatever reason, hasn't worked out. All right. Now, there is the uncomfortable. Eric Bianami does have a little bit of a past. What also bothers me is there's a ton of people in the National Football League that do have a past. There's a ton of people. If you don't want them, if you don't want them to be your head coach, that's great. All right. But there are people that sue the NFL and get to still coach. All right. Brian Flores, he was getting interviewed for head coaching jobs and he's suing the league. So maybe that's not an an equivalent comparison, but I'm just saying, if you can get the job done, the NFL will hire you. Player, coach, if you have the potential to help the team have success, drive up ticket sales, change the trajectory of a franchise, they will pay you money and they will hire you. Outside of being in prison, they will do it, all right? I know Zach has, Zach's been adamant saying that he thinks Henry Ruggs might, when he gets out, if he still has talent, he might still play. I mean, I've looked, look at all the people who have come out and, and had success in their athletic careers. Mike Tyson was, hey, he had, a, he had a second prime come out of prison. So I'm not saying Eric should be excused for these things. I'm not saying that he should be hired just because, but I'm saying 
there are a lot of people who have been hired for way less. So what is the reason? Someone give me a reason. I wish an owner would come out and give a reason. Because other than that, I'm going to spend my time speculating, which is what us media members do. Huh. You got anything on Eric Bianami? Do you think it's a race thing, Devlin? Devlin from Ohio? I genuinely <laughs> think he's waiting out Andy Reid. But why is he interviewing for the Commander's OC job if he is? I don't is? know. I, don't, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why you would take he's an OC job. just born in the offseason? When you're on the Chiefs as an OC, why would you take an OC job somewhere else? That's literally no, – there's no other offense better than the Chiefs. So that's what that's what that's the puzzle we're trying to figure out. So it's confirmed that he's interviewing with, with the Commanders. The only reason he's doing – and Andy Reid came out and said, uh, this is as close to verbatim as I can get it, Andy Reid's quote – I hope Eric can go somewhere and he can run the show, quote unquote, so that way he can get the opportunities that he's deserved. All right. So it's obvious that the Chiefs, they run their offense. It's kind of like a group think with one person calling the plays. That's not Eric, which is fine. That's how a lot of offenses work. So that, that blows up the whole theory that he can't be sitting there waiting for Andy Reid if he's going to make these lateral moves because then the Chief, he's not getting the, the okay from the Chiefs uppers. The, the Chiefs wouldn't even be guaranteed to hire him. Let's ask Zach Williams what he thinks. No way. Zach, you there? Please, be, please unmute yourself and talk, Zach. You're on Zoom. I didn't unmute myself. Oh, Am my gosh. Second host of the show zach my co-host zach williams is on air zach oh. what do you think about this eric bannamy sound good you sound great okay good i just if the make tornado sure. starts coming in the background of your house i'll let you know and we'll cut you off yeah please do uh first off I, so much i want to say because of what y'all are talking about it's, it's so great first off i've been listening to bruno it's been tremendous uh oh, thanks, the eric bannamy situation is ridiculous it makes it no sense on any front. Ridiculous. Makes no sense on any front. Explain your point. No, it makes it makes no sense. I think that uh, a lot of the situation with Airbnb once again, because we've talked about this a million times, right? Is that we're seeing the the guy wait for his shot? They're waiting for his shot, and not with another team. I think he's waiting for his shot with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what he wants. He wants to he wants to have his shot with the Kansas City Chiefs to be the head coach. Why would you leave the Kansas City Chiefs to go and be a head coach on another team and or, or and you know Andy Reid is is soon to be out of the league cuz he's he's getting older and he's going and he's even hinting at how he might be leaving soon. There, there's no rhyme or reason to that, to go be a head coach on another team that does not have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so why then why is he – if he was sitting there waiting for the Chiefs, why is he interviewing with the Washington Commanders? It, it, it doesn't – why even entertain the interview is what I'm asking. That I don't know. That's that's a bigger question. Because then but, that, that's where we're, – we're looking at that isolated – Thing that happened today interviews with the Washington commanders for their OC position. And I'm trying to backtrack the logic now because the logic would be, of course, and, and he, would you say he deserves the chiefs head coaching job? If it did open Andy Reid retired next year, Eric Bannaby would be next man up. A hundred percent. How can too. you not, how can you not take yeah. him? No, I do too. So why, so it, he, from what I know, he obviously doesn't think he's going to get that job either. There's no shot he's going to get the Kansas City Chiefs job if he's going to jump ship. It looks like he's just going to go to Washington, try his very best, or he we don't know if he's going to go. He's going to interview. But if he does jump ship, goes to Washington, he's going to try and hope for essentially a, a heck of a year and then earn his head coaching job then. But there is a massive, massive, massive risk with this is not a lateral move. 
This is a backwards move, without a doubt, 100%, I think. Could it be, though, that maybe he's just doing the interview to, like, keep face, just to keep out there? I mean, you have to keep your ideas out, right? Like, you have to keep your open, your options open, correct? Well, from a market standpoint, does it make a good look if you're, like, if you're, you're constantly out there on the market saying you're head coaching material and you're interviewing for head coaching jobs, but now you're entertaining, you know, OC jobs? Does that make sense from, like, a job search perspective? I, I it doesn't, but I also can see the. I mean, this is all a confusing situation with him. It's all confusing. I mean, unless the if commanders he, are offering a, a million billion dollars, like that, that's a that's possibility. That's the only way too. you're leaving. Yeah, that's the other because because he's not gonna. Who gets the credit for the Washington Commanders if if they have a great offense? Who gets the credit <laughs> if the team has a lot of success? Who gets that credit? It's gonna be the head coach. Now yeah. you could he may get another head coaching job because of that. You get some credit based on that, but. I don't believe that he's just going to have some guaranteed future just because he goes and be because he goes and uh, goes and becomes an OC at another team, and they also do well. And 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 the other thing too, a lot of people are going on this, Bruno, and I know we're we're going to run to a break mm-hmm. here soon, but a lot of people are saying his past, uh, you know, the 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 charges and things like that, which I agree, he he might be a scumbag for all we know. But when has that stopped the NFL before exactly. from exactly. hiring scumbags or giving scumbags jobs? I mean, do we do we not have Deshaun Watson, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league right now? Like, does that really change anybody's like thoughts? The the only the there's only you had your two possibilities. Now my two possibilities are the league, a la all the teams and owners might be have a have an implicit racist bias or there's something on the background checks we the public don't know that they know that's those are the only two options for me real quick we're going to run to a break 615-844-5600 if you want to call in tell us what you think about eric bianami's situation when we come out of the break andrew algreta will be on with us stay tuned here on national sports radio Good afternoon with this crazy weather moving through Middle Tennessee. Please give yourself extra time out here. People are slipping and sliding. It's really slow as expected this time of the afternoon anyway. Just trying to get off that south loop there, I-40 at Demumbry and Broadway. Steady flow of traffic continues out through Mount Julia. That's been in pretty good shape also. And Wilson County, again, it is slow north of uh, Nashville. Uh, trying to get up through Robertson County. You never know what's going to happen up there around the Portland area. I can tell you this much. I see a pretty good delay, which could be also weather-related north of Nashville. Again, on 65. Allow yourself a little bit of extra time. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. They're online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand 
understand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Your exclusive Nashville Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast for this afternoon. Showers and thunderstorms likely a high of 69 with a gusty wind at 30 miles per hour out of the south. Showers and thunderstorms tonight a low of 34. Utilizing the resources of the It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one the time. Afternoon stretch. Afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Afternoon Stretch. The best show? Nah, I don't know if I can say that, man. I'm going to move on to the next one. Welcome back. Afternoon Stretch. Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devlin behind the board. Real quick, let's go to the phone line, 615-844-5600. This segment will be filled up with the voice of Vanderbilt, Andrew Algreta. Andrew, how you doing, brother? Oh, man, how are you? Andrew, uh, real quick, I think there might be a little bit of a hiccup with your mic. I might have Devlin call you back real quick just to reset it, see if we can get this audio worked out right. Okay, brother? Got it. No problem. Yeah, no problem. Real quick, we'll get Andrew on the line. Andrew Algreta, voice of Vanderbilt. Baseball and football. Baseball coming up. Baseball's first now, I was having an argument with Zach yesterday what we would call this. Uh, I called it a tee-off, but he was like, they don't use tee. So I'm going to call it a tee-off. Tomorrow, February 17th, they'll play against TCU in Arlington, Texas at 3 p.m. No show for us in the afternoon stretch. Then the next day, February 18th, on a Saturday at 11 a.m., they'll play against Oklahoma State. And then the, the, the 19th, back-to-back-to-back days, 10.30 a.m., they'll play against Texas. Zach, are you excited for the start of Vandy baseball season? I'm so excited. I mean, talk about just audio issue Thursday, huh? Like, uh, we're just all in it today. Today, just, that storm <laughs> came in and just ripped all the audio, right? Like, that's what's going on here. It's, everything's good now. I heard Andrew start talking, and I went, oh, no. Is this me again? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's uh, it's the weather. Where And this is – it's crazy. If you look outside, there's, you know, debris flying everywhere. Like, we're just fighting through the storm, and this is part of it, but we do it to keep you entertained. Andrew, are you back online? with us brother i am i can hear you guys same thing or are we better 
It's a little better. Hey, we're going to roll with it, all right? We're going <laughs> to It fight. works. It yeah, works. We're, <laughs> we're going to fight through it on Thursday. Real quick, Vanderbilt, <laughs> they are currently, I think, ranked in the uniform ranking of which is the way it composites all those, you know, baseball outlets. They round out at about 10th from what I've seen. They're behind in the conference, behind LSU, Tennessee, Old Miss, Florida, Arkansas. The, the SEC has kind of turned into the most dominant baseball conference. The Vandy Boys brand, me and Zach always talk about, you know, it's it's always a little better when they're number one, number two, but it seems like Vandy, when they're like in the middle of the pack, that's when they have their best seasons. Yeah, I guess that's a good question if you kind of look back to like a 2014 or 15 coming off of the 2013 season, which mm-hmm. they went 26 and 3. And Everyone thought they were going to win the Natty in 2013 and turn around in 2014 is when they win it. So, yeah, I think – I don't know this to be 100% true, but it certainly feels like fuel to the fire for Corbin. And if anybody can take the underdog thing, quote-unquote underdog, despite being ranked 10, and turn it into magic. Uh... Andrew. And we lost Andrew. It looks we like. have lost you. You it's know, a- Texas sucks as a state. They need to get more cell phone towers. That sounds like a Texas problem and no, not no, an Andrew Algarve no, problem. No, it's not Andrew. It's his phone. You could hear it cutting in and out. Real quick, yeah. Andrew, we appreciate you calling in, sparing your time with us, brother. We're going to move on with the program and with the segment. Zach, uh, do you have any objections to that? I, I don't. I mean, Andrew's – we're going to get Andrew on a lot throughout this yes, season, and, and you can almost hear how he was going to go forward, What even just a little bit that we heard – uh, heard him say, and and there's so many. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of speak as Andrew now, uh, <laughs> just because we're having that yeah. that foot uh, that that phone problem right now. Uh, kind of what your point was there, Bruno, is that Vandy baseball, when they're coming in with the with the world's eyes staring at them, right, with that mm-hmm. national championship or something like that, it seems like they have kind of faltered from that. Uh, and where they are right now, I think is fair. Kind of the the tenth ranking into that top 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 or bottom half of the 10, I guess you could say, is where they really belong. Their pitching uh, staff this year is is going to be – their rotation is going to be nasty. They're going to be an absolute unit out there and a big problem for a lot of the teams uh, in the NCAA. Now, the hitting side, I think we're going to see some, not all, but some of the problems that we had uh, last year uh, mm-hmm. and really the year before that, even with uh, Kumar – where the the uh, the pitching with Kumar and Jack Leiter was just so outrageously strong, but the hitting never really matched it. And you saw a lot of Vanderbilt in that year. You know, it was a lot of one to two games that they would lose, or uh, you know, even some you know one to zero games where the pitching was just outstanding and couldn't get anything going bat wise. I think we're going to see some of that problem, but I don't think we're going to see the same to the same level that that we've seen it, right? Like, if we yeah. saw it at an 80% click, I think this season we'll probably see that around a maybe 60%, 50% click, and that's great. You know, Vandy, the bats don't have to be so great. What Tim Corbin builds with his, his pitching, his units, is so simple because you just have to just get a run or two. You know, that's all Vanderbilt has to do this season, and we're going to learn a lot right off the rip and that's the other benefit maybe it's a it's a curse or a blessing however you think about it if you're a vandy fan is you're starting off with some of the best talent uh already in college baseball right away with this college baseball showdown there's a reason why these teams Mm -hmm. were invited uh and vanderbilt was one of them and so they're gonna be they're gonna be tested right off the rip so we're gonna know a lot about this team within this 
whatever, first, oh, yeah. is it, I believe it's a three-game series. And I was going to ask you, I was wondering, yeah, so the first game against TCU, second game against Oklahoma State, and third against Texas, does that kind of make you nervous when you have, you know, because TCU and Oklahoma State are both also top 25 teams. I think they're both in the top 15. Does that kind of make you nervous? Like, what if Vanderbilt drops, you know, one or two of that games? Does that – do you think that dampers Vandy fans' expectations of their overall baseball season or maybe they've that people start, you know, questioning things or that's just part of the game? Uh, you know, that that's that's a good question. I think it does damper. You yeah. know, nobody wants to, to. Nobody wants to. to lose, right? And mm-hmm. And this is the kind of thing, too, with Vanderbilt. It's like if you're a Vandy fan and you, you go through the dog days of football and basketball, you know, just to get to baseball, you're expecting top of the top talent, right? You're expecting top of the top games. So I think it would definitely dampen to come out. If they come out and win two, lose one, I think that's a that's an overall success. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where Vandy fans – and if anybody wants – if Vandy fans want to jump in on this conversation, 615-844-5600, would love to talk to you about this because, you know, I think there is an eye of, of nervousness. You know, that's what we talked about yesterday, Bruno. It's like uh, don't lose to Tennessee again. You mm-hmm. know, you can't you can't do what you did last year with Tennessee uh, going forward this season. And I think I think Vandy fans are nervous about that. Real quick, you mentioned it. Let's head to the phone line, 615-844-5600. Jeff, in the borough. Jeff, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How you doing, guys? Doing good, Jeff. Jeff, you excited for any college baseball this season? You a baseball guy? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big Raider fan. It's where it's school. Mm. here in South Carolina this weekend playing three of teams like you guys are. So, But if Vanderbilt wins two out of three, it's a, every time you win two out of three in a weekend, it's good. So no matter who you play. So, but they are playing good teams like you guys say, like, all three of them's ranked, or the Texas ranked, too. I'm sure they're ranked in top 25, too, or if they're not there receiving votes. So, anytime you play good teams, that's going to help you later on. I'd rather play somebody good and know where I stand than play some, you know, pulled up you if it don't, that can't play. I'd rather win 25 to nothing and you don't learn anything. So, I just. Yeah, University of South Alabama would be a real contest right now, the start of the oh, season. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're good. They're just several good <laughs> college baseball teams. That was that was uh, a joke. They suck. No, they are. They are good. Louisiana's good. Louisiana Lafayette's good. Louisiana now, but for several good, they've got a. Great You're just an underdog team. fan. You love the mid majors and everything. You love. He's a Kentucky fan, yeah. of course. He <laughs> has I'm, to I'm be an underdog fan most of the time. I'm built in Tennessee fan with school there. Yeah, so, but, uh, but I mean, since probably was 21st in the country, so you know, I, I, I know it's not on anybody's radar like like a, a, a morning host, but. But uh, we we are, we are this morning now. Kentucky's kind of limping in the SEC tournament, so we'll find out. Say when they play Tennessee, we'll find out because we already we already beat them in Knoxville, so we'll find out Saturday how, how much they're limping into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I will say this: I'm glad Alabama did lose last night because I'm glad they got a conference loss. I sure didn't want to see them go through it through the league unbeaten. So I'm glad they lost, and maybe they'll they'll be down the polls. Hopefully, maybe Georgia will beat them Saturday too, and they'll go down about ten or twelve or fifteen after they get through. <laughs> But uh, but uh, I, I know Bam. But one Bam fan was I was at the show today, and he called up playing about referees. Sounds like a Tennessee fan when they lose. So that's what he sounds like. But uh, but uh, I know Vanderbilt basketball's been playing better. But I know it's baseball season. So I did want to ask you guys too. Did you know Notre Dame's going to be in town this weekend? They're playing Lipscomb for a three-game series. Did no, you know I didn't. That, that'd be nice. I know there's a lot of Notre Dame fans here in Nashville. So they're, they're playing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Lipscomb this weekend. They're playing three-game mm-hmm. set. Y'all want to get out and see some good baseball, see the see the see the super regional champs, Knoxville regional champions from last year in Notre Dame. I guess Lips can be a good series. Got Joey Mitchell from Riverdale player on on the Lips team now. 
So y'all hang in there, guys. Have a good weekend. Appreciate you, Jeff. There you go. Local guy. I always love local guys coming back to Nashville. Yeah, man. Hey, and for the basketball side, Kentucky will probably limp into the SEC tournament. I see a lot of Vanderbilt fans talking about, you know, maybe they have five games left in those games. You know, they have to start off with Auburn, one of the better teams in the SEC. So if Vanderbilt win four and one, and then the SEC tournament, they technically win two. They might get a look on a last bit. Guys, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's what's happened now is great. But with all things where they're starting to become a rise, you know, the expectations do rise. I just don't think this is a NCAA tournament team with how they started. The entire season matters. I hate the facts of polls and stuff like that. Like, why do we play the regular season? It's like the Alabama argument for getting into the playoff for football last year. It was like, why we lost two games, but we're the best team in the country. Well, why even play the games? Vanderbilt, we played an entire season. And Jerry Stackhouse, frankly, he wanted to bench one of his best players against Alabama and lose by 60. That's going to matter. That matters. Am I am I crazy for that one, Zach? I don't think so. Yeah. No. Um, can we change subjects to something that just kind of came out here in the last uh, 20 minutes or so? Are you okay with that? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, obviously, we want to talk Vandy baseball with Andrew Agreta, and we're going to get, like I said, we're going to get Andrew on a lot throughout the season, so don't worry about that. Uh, have you seen this? Uh, I imagine you did, Bruno. Uh, Saints Alvin Kamara indicted. indicted in battery case in Las Vegas. I mean, it was we we knew it was coming, right? It was just kind of like it falls off everyone's radar because it wasn't in the news cycle. But we knew we knew it could have happened last year, right? So it happened. So what is it? What does this mean for him? Uh, jail. I mean, <laughs> he's probably not jail. He's he's probably too rich to go to go to jail for a battery case. The most recent battery case I can think of of an athlete was Chael Sonnen, like beating up four dudes in a Vegas hotel. Um, and he, you know, when you when you have money, they typically get you out of these things. You pay a hefty fine. City gets a check out of it. I can't imagine. Maybe it goes something civil for the people that were hurt, but because this was at Hawaii, right, for the Pro Bowl two years ago. That's what this is for. Yeah, 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 it was. It was uh, two just, Pro Bowls ago. Is just what it was. now we're starting to get. Hey, it also means the Saints. I mean, the Saints. I know you still believe in the Saints a little bit. I think they've been downtrading, and this kind of just. Oh, uh, Michael Thomas saw this news, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not playing again." <laughs> he, he said, "Oh my, <laughs> oh, it's more. My ankle hurts more." <laughs> yeah, he just he just walked into the training room. This offseason, it was like, "Hey guys, I think I have a year long injury again." So. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, so what's going to happen now? The indictment means that the case will move from Las Vegas Justice Court to District Court on March 2nd. Uh, I, the Admiral VU on Twitter says, Kamar always looked good in orange. I mean, that is <laughs> top tier. Yeah, I'm glad you said his name because it'd be bad of us to steal a joke that was that good. That is an awesome one. Alvin Kamara, formerly of the Tennessee Volunteers, and kind of keeping – I'm not going to accuse all Tennessee Volunteers of going to jail, but there have been more <laughs> – of them than what feels like a lot of people so yes so march 2nd i guess it's going to continue but march 2nd that you know what this does for the team because like we're joking about michael thomas which i mean jo half joking really but yeah. uh what what this means is like what the saints who they're trying to convince Derek carr they're trying to get different quarterbacks down there because the nfc south is so wide open right now uh that's a that's a that's a problematic thing because Alvin Kamara is a, a very much a centerpiece of your offense. Now, obviously, he is aging as a running back. And, and Bruno, we've talked about this a million times. Running backs are 
replaceable, right? Like mm-hmm. there, you can you can find another running back. Now you can argue Alvin Kamara has has done um, something absolutely. You know he has another ability, obviously, what he does in the pass catching game. But uh, I mean, if you're the Saints, there's there's a world here where you're not getting him for training camp, right? The some of the stuff that he's going through, and uh, there's there's a world here where he doesn't play this year. Mm-hmm. Oh no! There, th- these legal things. Hey, straight up, not a lawyer. But uh, on my yeah, assumption, yeah. like there's <laughs> there's a decent chance he plays. But also, don't be surprised if he doesn't for you know X number of reasons. You know, the Saints could be like, hey, we don't want you on the team anymore. I doubt fat chance of that happening. But you never you never know with the Saints. Also, they might they might see this news and they're like, oh my God, quick, right? Taysom Hill, ten million dollars more check. Like you just never know with the Saints. So. <laughs> Uh, and and uh, I know we I know we got to run a break. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we're going to do our Austin Hardy State Farm keeping us safe picks. I I want to at some point today, Bruno, because we're we're right up against it. I want to talk about what's going on with TV deals. Have you been paying attention to MLB and NHL? What's going you did, on right you now? You did. You did send me that uh, MLB. If they're they're basically also con- NHL. Oh also wow, NHL. I didn't know that. They're contingency they're plans. They're season right now. Contingency plans. They. I mean, basically, the way this show has been hanging on by a thread today, the entire MLB <laughs> and NHL are doing that same thing right now, and we'll talk about it here after the break. You're listening to WSR National Sports Radio. Good afternoon. The traffic volume's increasing once again on 65. Just trying to get past Vietnam vets, continuing up into Robertson County. I know this weather has caused some all kinds of weird delays out here. Uh, watch your speed, actually, on I-40 through Mount Julian, out through certain sections of Wilson County. It's pretty heavy to the south of Nashville with that traffic volume, at least arriving there in the Spring Hill area on 65 going south at 840. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering that awesome menu. It's online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on traffic. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com slash joy. That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. 
For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the NHL on Sports USA, and we'll be at the Stadium Series in Raleigh, North Carolina, skating outdoors at Carter Finley Stadium. It's a matchup between the Carolina Hurricanes with Aho, Mason, and Stahl, hosting Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals. Alexander Ovechkin, the great eight. Saturday, February 18th, it's the Canes and the Caps. All season long and through the Stanley Cup final, the National Hockey League is on Sports USA. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 p.m. live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Follow the afternoon stretch on Twitter at Bruno Reagan and Zachariah W. Really, man? You want that? I'm not spelling that out. <sighs> Welcome back. Afternoon stretch. Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devin McKenzie surviving the storm together. I got to drive home to Clarksville, but I think after the show ends, 6 p.m., uh, it'll clear up at least that way. So that's good. That's good. It'll be safe. And speaking of, Zach, we have to keep it safe with our Austin Hardy State Farm Keeping It Safe Picks of the Week. Time now for the Keeping You Safe Pick of the Week. Brought to you by Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. There is no safer pick than keeping it safe with Austin Hardy State Farm. Hey, was it our last ones that hit? It was our last ones that hit, right? All three. Yeah, we so we we did this uh, earlier this week because we mm-hmm. have no show Friday, and typically we do these on Friday, so we're kind of uh, doubling up on them. But three and zero last time, by the way. That that needs to be mentioned right off the rip. Three and zero, and the wor- three and zero. I was going to pick Alabama on the show. If you listen to the show, VOD, I picked Alabama. But if you look at the Twitter feed, I audibled quickly to the Celtics. So it is Counts. a 3-0. We do win. We cashed it. Now, since we've done this, we haven't gone back-to-back undefeated. I'm just saying, this is our first opportunity to do so. So, everyone, I need to bring your A game. I'll start us off yeah, first. Yeah, Devlin, don't ruin <laughs> this for us. Zach, where are you going? You going college basketball or, or NBA? I'll go first, but I just want to know your general your general. I'm area. going NHL. Do you want me? Do you, you want to go first? I will go first. I just I just needed your, uh, your sport first just so I could load up the odds once we're all done. Because, as always, I parlay it. The safest pick, because this is keeping it safe <laughs> picks of the week, is to go straight. But I always parlay it, and I always throw a hundo on it because I want you to not think like these guys are just giving out odds or this is some sponsor set. No, I play. I give these picks out and I go all in. All right, my my. Hey, pick, hey Bruno, real up? quick, because you're on a great tangent. I want to I want to interrupt you. I'm watch so I'm I'm keeping up with. Obviously, you can watch us on Nash Sports Radio on the yes. on the Twitter feed where you can see Bruno and Devlin. But there's a slight delay. And when I gave Devlin that shot just now and said, you know, don't ruin this, I got to. I just now saw his reaction, and I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Real quick, I'm going to go first. They did burn me earlier this season, which, like, it was really, really early in the season. So, all things forgiven. Look at the way Vanderbilt turned it around. Some things that scorn you can come back to help. Purdue is number three in the country. They're number three, top team in the Big Ten, and they are playing against Maryland, 17-8 and eight Maryland. Maryland is not a slouch of a team. If you watch Maryland, they're actually extreme. They're actually not bad. But this is a la Tennessee this is a this is a Tennessee or Alabama versus a Ole Miss or versus a Vanderbilt. That's kind of, that's kind of the same gist, and it's a pick 'em. At any time you see something like this, we always wonder what does Vegas know? It's an away game. No, don't overthink. This is a top team playing against uh, outside of you know a tournament, a maybe tournament team. Don't overthink it. I would take those odds any chance of the day. Purdue pick 'em. Book it for Bruno Reagan's Austin Hardy State Farm keeping it pick, safe pick of the week. Zach, You're, are you are you taking the points or sorry? Are you taking it's a pick. I'm out? just taking the pick them money line. Okay, okay, because I'm, I'm looking at it on my my side here as well. Uh, I'm going NHL. I'm actually going a game that's tonight because typically these end up going over the weekend. Uh, tonight it's very clear. There's one thing that we've talked about. Uh, the Predators stink. Yes. I mean, they just absolutely stink. <laughs> and you know who they're playing The tonight? Bruins. Do you know who they're, they're playing? The Bruins. Who you, are you extremely know, good. Very good. Top of the league. They're top of the league right now. They are 85 points. That's what they have. They are, I believe, the closest oh, to them points-wise is, what the closest one I think is 78. It's Carolina Hurricanes uh, in, in, in all the, uh, in the East. So they are absolute dominators right now. Uh, I, I don't even know if anybody else is even close to it. Preds are awful. They're awful. So I'm going to take the easy, safe pick, Good. and I'm going to take the Bruins money line. It's a minus 178. Mm -hmm. I think that is a guarantee right there. There's no – look, the Preds are done too, by the way. Like, they're they are they're punting on this season right now. It's, it's pretty clear. Yeah, uh, when you have yeah, – Poyle keeps coming out saying, oh, we're going to be sellers, we're not going to be buyers, all this different stuff. No, they're – this is clear. This is clear. They're they're tanking now. They're done. They're trying to push everything on to next season. I think, frankly, Poyle might be done at the end of the season. And if Poyle's done, I think John Hines is done at the end of the season. I think even more of a pick is I think we're going to see the Preds with a new coach, new GM, the start of the 2024 season. Absolutely. And you want to know, Zach, I'm looking at uh, – so I love that money line pick. I think – I'll tell you when I don't like your picks. I love this pick. And not only that, the over-under for that game is five and a half. And I could see Boston scoring that by themselves. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. But if – I might. I might touch it. All right? I might, <laughs> yeah, I might touch it back. a little bit. I mean, hockey overs are back. six goals. <laughs> they need six goals. That's a lot. Yeah, That's a lot right, for one right, team. You're right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch it. We're gonna keep it safe. Devlin, hockey overs are back. Where are you going? NBA. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's, here's the thing with Devlin. I can almost certainly guess. Even I already know, but I could almost certainly guess where he's gonna go. Because what Devlin did, he if let's remember the show's history. Devlin started like 0 and 8 on these keeping it horrible. safe picks. Of the week. It was horrible. Then you want to know what happened, Zach? The Bengals I mean, were good. The and Bengals just <laughs> like a phoenix through the ashes for Devlin. They saved him, and he was on like a six-week win streak doing nothing but Bengals spreads and money lines. So when Devlin finds something that works, he sticks with it. Devlin, who is your pick? Phoenix. The Phoenix Suns. Who was your pick last week when we went 3-0? Phoenix. Phoenix. Simple as that. We, we, <laughs> we keep it safe over here. Listen, this game is a pick -em. This game is against Los Angeles Clippers. Mm -hmm. I wish it was against the Lakers. It would be even easier. But Phoenix is at home. I like the way they look right now. Kevin Durant's still out. 
They are trending upwards. Yeah, and they won that. They look great without Kevin Durant. They're an upward trending team right now. I think the momentum of Kevin Durant coming into the city just 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 skyrocketed them into this this success story that's mm-hmm. going on right now. And all the events that went on last weekend in Phoenix, I think that helps too. There's there's just there's there's a fire in this. Team. You're you're big vibes better too, which I love by the way. That's, uh, that's what we do. <laughs> I. I I, there's a there's a time for numbers. Look at this in football. There's a time for numbers. There's a time for the money ball. I love the, the the analytics. There's a time for all that, and then there's a time for vibes. There's a time for where you you suck it up, grind it out, or you just have a feeling. Devlin always got a, has a feeling when he goes on a win streak. All right, and this is his feeling. It's the Suns. So rounding out our parlay, you got my pick: Purdue basketball money line. Pick them against Maryland, minus 110. You have Zach going with probably my favorite pick of the entire parlay, Boston Bruins playing against the Nashville Predators. We're using our intimate knowledge of the Predators' failures this season to essentially steal money with the Bruins at minus 180. And then Devlin with the pick them on the Suns, running it back-to-back on the same week. Pick them minus 110 against the Clippers. If you put down $10, you would get 47 at a plus 470 parlay. Again, if you want to keep it really safe, you 100% take it as a straight, and there's more, mm. very much more likely we go two and one this. But I, as always, I go with the viewership. I put down 100 on a three leg parlay to win 470. Zach, what do you think about this parlay? I love it. I love it so much. Uh, the only one that I'm worried about, and and this is all jokes aside now, is just the Phoenix because why <laughs> why is it Phoenix not getting more? respect respect mm-hmm. yeah it feels like they're not because look they it wasn't like they were a bad team without kevin durant right and i, I and i believe he's still not there tonight is that, is that right he's out. yeah he's yeah, out he's, he's out. out yeah so it, they were still good uh before him so i i don't know why they're getting I and mean, i get the clippers are good but being at home against phoenix and by the way did you see the news today too uh sarver the former mm-hmm. owner of the 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 suns he is giving each individual employee a twenty thousand dollar bonus through his his uh, buyout of the team, um, and then also made a hundred thousand dollar charity donation to the Phoenix Suns charity. Uh, so you know, going out. A good you want to know why? Because yeah, you want to know why? Because he's about to get paid four billion dollars. So it is yeah, no, he's getting a lot. But uh, yeah, the Suns. That one's crazy to me. But like a lot of other FanDuel users out there, uh, I got a free five dollars just burning a hole in my pocket because Gronk <laughs> missed that field goal and they still gave us that money. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little five spot on these. A little free a free five dollar bet is going smack dab on Purdue, Boston Bruins, and Phoenix Suns. You heard it. That's our Austin Hardy State Farm. Keep it at safe picks of the week. Stay tuned. We will be back here right before the top of the hour break. You're listening to WSR National Sports Radio. This has been your Keeping You Safe Pick. The real safe pick you can choose is Austin Hardy with State Farm Insurance for home and auto. Give Austin a call at 615-810-9999. Afternoon is pretty slow over here at Times 40 East just trying to get past. Fessler's headed out past the airport, continuing into Wilson County. Still looks pretty good at the moment. Now it's pretty slow at 65 southbound, right where it meets with 840 through that section of Spring Hill and that southern part of Williamson County. Nash Painting Services, all of Middle Tennessee. If you want it done right, you'll call these guys. Call Nash Painting at area code 615-912-2288. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, sparkling wine, single barrel bourbon, and so much more. 
These savings are huge. And even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long. So visit Total Wine & More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. It's a Bill King show. Lake Norman Buckeye. Bill will save and actually coach that 24 quarterback. At some point, he's got to hang it up. Nothing lasts forever. I want to repeat, Nick Saban is doing his favorite thing right now. He's not trying to get to a moment in life to where he can go sit on the beach. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show that makes you thankful for Braves games. The Afternoon Stretch with Zach and Bruno and Ray. Welcome back in. Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devlin McKenzie. Real quick, all SEC, all American wrestler, uh, national judo champ, international level judo player, Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devlin McKenzie. Zach, how are you doing, bud? Zach, homeowner, Zach Williams. That's a flex. Hey, in today's market, you're, you're actually way ahead of me in that. Real quick, can I tell you something funny, Zach? I talked to my dad on the phone. If For most people that know Reagan on the phone line when he does call in, that is my dad. I don't mind saying it. Sensei. I think, yeah, Sensei. I think I do call him that like around the house, too. That's he's, you know, he's my mentor. But I thought it was hilarious. If you were listening to the show this week, you heard Reagan call in, and then he goes, guys, I don't have much time. Real quick. And then he goes through like, I mean, a 10 second round. I forgot about what and instantly just cuts off. And I, I asked him today, I was like, what happened there? He was like, there's a police officer outside of my car. I got pulled over. So my dad was pulled over with a cop at his window. And that's when he called us. That's when he called us. And he didn't get a ticket or anything. Nothing bad happened. The cop was just trying to help him out with something about his trunk. But that is just the type of guy he is. I thought you would like that story. That was hilarious. Oh, that is top tier right there. That's an Ohio story right there. I mean, I feel like Devlin's went through that a couple times. Only a few, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Real quick, when we come out of the top of the hour break, we'll have Mike Miller talking XFL football. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it here on National Sports Radio.
ABC News. I'm Daria Aldinger. President Biden defended his administration's response to the high-altitude objects shot down over U.S. airspace in recent weeks. The violation of our sovereignty is unacceptable. We'll act to protect our country, and we did. The president says the three objects are still being analyzed by the military, but so far intelligence officials believe they are commercial and weather-related and not connected to China's spy balloon that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina. The office of Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman says he's checked himself into a hospital to be treated for clinical depression. Fetterman is also recovering after suffering a stroke last year. Police say the gunman who killed three Michigan State University students and wounded five others before killing himself was heavily armed. Authorities say Anthony McRae purchased two guns legally, but that they were not registered. Police still don't have a motive. Investigators say they carried out a warrant at McRae's home and found weapons in journals. This is ABC News. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Tara, quote, My doctor wanted me to do saline rinses for my allergies, but I've never been able to successfully use a neti pot. Navage uses suction power, so it's foolproof. There are nights when I'll have particularly bothersome allergies. I'll bust it out, and the results are immediate. It's such a relief. It's become a lifesaver, unquote. She's one of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navage, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navage is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena coming up Saturday, February 18th as your Nashville Predators take on the Florida Panthers. And Tuesday, February 21st, don't miss your Preds taking on the Vancouver Canucks for college night with the University of Alabama. Purchase your college night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash college nights to get your Preds and Alabama co-branded hats. That's NashvillePredators.com slash college nights. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The word that was used the most, guys, was collaboration. Carthon said it, Vrabel said it, Amy said it, and so... You think they had, like, little cheat cards I think so, right yeah. in front of them? Look, I'm not here to shake things up. I'm here to learn how the system works, add what I can add. I want to help Mike. I want to build a team so that Mike can coach it so that we can win. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. 
For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Sure. Stay calm. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Afternoon Stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Welcome back. Top of the hour here at Nashville Sports Radio. I'm Bruno Reagan. We got Zach Williams from his home studio. Devlin behind the board. You're listening to the afternoon stretch. Real quick, special guest. He was my roommate when we were in the original XFL on the St. Louis Battlehawks. I eventually go on play for the USFL. Just recently got released. So there was that whole thing where, you know, I didn't know if I could even talk about it or not. But now that I'm released, we can get Mike Miller on the line. O-Lyman with the Vegas Vipers talk about XFL in their third iteration here coming up, and they will be playing this weekend. Mike, how you doing, brother? Pretty good. How you doing, man? No way. So, Mike, real quick, has this been – when I first met you, I think we both know where we stood, you know, on the line. How has that transition been? Because I know you went and got a big boy job, and then you got the call for the XFL – kind of works out how was this process getting into camp making the team how did that go this time around uh you know it was a little uh as far as mindset was a lot different than last time <laughs> yeah you know as far as you know i've been in the situation so i kind of knew what i needed to do to make the team uh, as far as camp goes you know it was a little different once i got drafted because i'm still actually teaching no um, way. so trying to go through camp and teaching remotely was kind of it's kind of been interesting so, I mean, you know, I did that during camp, you know, so it was early mornings, waking up, doing school stuff for three hours before we went to camp. And then it was, you know, the grind of camp, going through practice, meetings, film, and then coming home, making sure I was caught up on school stuff, you know, all while trying to make sure I'm learning the playbook so I could make the team. Wow. So I, I had no idea you were, you're still doing your job on top of the XFL. Good for you, man. That speaks a lot to your skill set that you are able to do that. Cause a lot of dudes, you know, they have all the time in the world with the playbook and they can't even remember it or make the team. Have, do you feel like you've improved as a player from our original iteration to where you're at now, even as getting older? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think the knowledge of the game is just more, you know, I've been coaching mm-hmm. uh, for the last three years as well since, uh, COVID shut down the XFL last time. So I think that helps just knowledge of the game. And then, you know, it helps a lot that uh, our O-line coach is Bob Wiley, you know, and nice. our, O-line yes. coach, our O-line coach in St. Louis two years ago actually learned under Bob Wiley, uh, Braswell. So mm-hmm. a lot of our terminology is the same, you know, so that, that part of it's good. You know, it just kind of helps with learning the playbook. You know, it's very similar to what we did in the past, so. I've heard nothing but good things from Bob Wiley. When um when our good friend Juwan Bouchel Beatty, when I met with him in the USFL, he was playing in the CFL and was under Bob. So that's that's good. He he he's kind of the guy who is like a historic figure in offensive lineman community. So the fact you get to learn from him is great. Real quick, my co-host Zach Williams, he'll have a few questions for you too. Zach, what do you got for Mike? Hey, Mike, appreciate you jumping on with us, man. First off, I mean, what's it like getting into athletics and then having the name Mike Miller? Because uh, that's <laughs> synonymous with, obviously, a Memphis grade and a basketball great Mike Miller. Does anybody, anytime you, like, get a reservation online and they're like, Mike Miller's coming in, and then, then they see you, do you ever see, like, the, the life leave in their eyes a little bit because they th- think it's going to be a basketball player? Yeah, I normally just introduce myself as Mike Miller. You know, um, I can – 
make anything. You know, I got a great three-point shot, whatever you need. You are you know, a great basketball player, too. It's actually <laughs> you insane. You can shoot without your, shoe, without your shoe on and all that. You can play without yeah. a shoe. You know, you kind of go Oh, yeah, down. whatever. I mean, yep, Mike Miller, that was me. No, I mean, I generally introduce myself as that just, you know, a little – I'm big on breaking the ice. Uh, I don't really think too too many things are awkward, so that's always a good start for me. Um, but, yeah, most people can't find my name once they search it. Too many Mike Millers out there. It's good. I get to stay low-key. <laughs> no, no, that is. There's a real plus to that. So, Vegas Vipers, uh, you know, there's so many different ways to go with this because just what you're saying, you're you're working – and still mm-hmm. working. I mean, you have two two full time jobs right now, essentially, with with being a math teacher and and also a professional uh, athlete, a professional football player. What? How do you balance that? How? And and really, does the league help you with that balance? Um, you know, with that, you know, my principal at the school that I work at was awesome. You know, I approached him back in June about the opportunity once I found out that my name could get thrown into the draft. And, you know, we kind of talked the ins and outs of it. Um, so, you know, over winter break, after I got drafted, I spent a lot of time kind of preparing this flipped-like classroom. So it's kind of like an online college class for the kids. They go in, they watch videos, they do all that. So as far as making sure I'm staying caught up, really the only thing that I'm doing is, you know, making sure grades, grades are getting put in, tests are getting graded, you know, communicating with the kids, make sure they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have office hours set up to where students can get on a Zoom call and get some extra help if they need it. Um, and then my wife, Sarah, has been really good about helping me, um, you know, stay caught up on those things. She's really big on time management. So, you know, just helping her, having her help me create a schedule and make sure I get everything done has been good as well. Word, word. Hey, Mike, real quick, um, I wanted to ask you, because I saw a lot of our old gang essentially getting back together with Arlington, who you play first in the season. I think is uh, Old Man Folkerts might be on there. I think Marquette, the specialist, Taylor, um, a lot of the coaching staff, you know, Mike, Coach Hayes, they headed up to Arlington. They kind of put the old St. Louis team back together under Bob Stoops. You kind of ended up in Vegas. What was that like? Did you think you might have ended up on Arlington with, you know, your connections, and then you get to this entirely new team, or maybe did they just draft you out of the blue, or were you expecting to be drafted by the Vegas Vipers? It was kind of out of the blue. You know, I uh, I had been in contact with some other coaches, and I kind of thought Arlington was the route that was going to happen. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, they Vegas ended up picking me up because of the versatility. You know, they mm-hmm. saw when we were at St. Louis two years ago, I played guard, I played center, I played tight end, I played fullback, long snapper. So all those things, Vegas kind of swooped me up out of the blue because they saw the versatility. Um, so that kind of helped me get a spot with them. Talking with Mike Miller, offensive lineman for the Vegas Vipers in the XFL. Mike, I what's different this time around with the xfl because obviously bruno himself went with your roommate which i there's a lot i imagine to get in with that it wasn't it wasn't Uh, oh yeah it was it was about what you expect (laughs) (laughs) but but uh you know the first iteration he then got to see the usfl so he's been able to see the two different Mm -hmm. are you seeing a different from the i mean lord i guess it's the second uh generation xfl to now the third generation of xfl you know i mean I would say that, you know, the biggest difference is that we're not in our home cities. You know, I mean, two years ago, we were actually in St. Louis. We were able to get Mm. fan engagement and do some of those things, whereas we're hubbed in Arlington right now. So, you know, like we have guys that fly out to Vegas to do community events and get to meet the fans. But, you know, our whole team isn't actually in the city that we're going to be playing in. That's probably the biggest difference for me. I mean, the structure's 
I mean, it's all fairly similar. I mean, you know, you just got different faces running yep. it. So, I mean, some things have changed. I mean, we're sponsored by Under Armour now. So, I mean, some of those little things have changed. But I'd say the major difference is just we're not in the city that we're actually playing in. So, there's not that same fan engagement. That's interesting. I I personally, I was in all in Birmingham, too. All of our games were also in Birmingham. Now, I got two questions for you, Mike. So, are your games going to be in your hub cities, though, or your host cities, even though you're hubbed in Arlington? Yes, we will like okay. so our home games. We will actually fly. fly to Vegas, and we will actually play in Vegas. Our home stadium is Cashman Field, so mm-hmm. we'll be playing out there. And how is that mentally? Do you feel like that might mess with you in a sense, like your home games are also away games, or or does that not really bother you, being like a kind of offensive lineman stoic type? Yeah, you know, I've kind of just come to the conclusion that all of our games are going to be away games. You know, um, I mean, yeah, we'll have that home crowd atmosphere hopefully when we're up in Cashman but Mm -hmm. I mean ultimately we're traveling for every game so is every other team so I mean really the only home team is going to be the Arlington Renegades now you're you're teaching you coach and now obviously the 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 playing professional football what is it you try to do I mean do you feel added pressure of being all those I mean role figures is what you are to to children and then being the professional athlete do you feel that extra pressure or do you feel like you just carry that really well no I mean I don't I don't really feel any pressure with it you know I mean you know growing up my mom was a teacher I've always wanted to be a teacher um so I mean just helping kids is awesome to me I love teaching I love the coaching aspect of it um so I don't really feel any pressure there and you know honestly the after coaching those kids and building those relationships, you know, I've kind of used them as motivation as well. Like I want to show that I can still do it, you know, show that everything that I'm teaching them I can actually do. So, I mean, I don't really feel any pressure. It kind of gives me more motivation, you know, knowing that on top of friends and family, I now I got all these students that I got impressed. So. Oh yeah. You got, now you got to give it, they got to like, you know, watch the game to get extra credit. I feel like is what you need to kind of do. Get get those ratings up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me what I did wrong on play 12, and I'll give you a point extra credit. <laughs> That'd be awesome have your students watch. Hey, Mike, real quick, I did want to ask you, um, just to preface this question, Mike caught a touchdown um, during his did – you, did you, hold on, Mike. I don't want to put words in your mouth. You caught the touchdown during the game, right? It, we didn't end up running it during the game. No. Yeah, we didn't. I, we were I, so I was misremembering. Remember, we were going to try to yeah. do the whole Miller 64 stuff. and Heck yeah. We didn't end up getting the call in the game. We did do it in practice a couple times, and I definitely caught it every single time. <laughs> are we going to see a lot of the same versatility? Not saying you know there's a trick play where you score, but are we going to see you in the Vegas Vipers at tight end? You know, maybe at guard, at center, a few different places, or are you going to be like a true O lineman coming in this time around? Uh, you know, as of now, uh, true O lineman. You know, playing mm-hmm. playing interior. But I mean, you never know. That's kind of. You know, that was what I was told I was drafted at, so you really never know what's going to happen. But as of now, just a true alignment right now. How how long do you want to do the spring football? This mm-hmm. is like a thing that Bruno has, has kind of went through, and it's been interesting to be the person watching on the outside in with Bruno – uh like what's the what's the goal is it just like to keep another day in the sun of playing the game because i think it's i'm a huge proponent for spring football i have been for a long time and i know there's some people that will you know criticize spring football and say that you know well it's never going to be the nfl but it's not trying to be the nfl um but for you as a player what's the benchmark for you when you say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna keep this going for x amount of years or is it just maybe a feel thing for you I think for me this year it was kind of a feel thing. Uh, you know, I was pretty 
upset with the way it kind of shut down two years ago with the pandemic. Mm. You know, I just, I didn't feel like, uh, you know, I got the proper closure of my football career. So, you know, I thought, you know, after a long conversation with my wife, I thought, you know, I'd give it one more go and, you know, we'll, we'll see where we're at at the end of this year. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to play spring league for 10 more years because that's probably not in the cards. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I for sure see this year. We'll kind of see how it goes and it may end up being my last year. And then, you know, going into going back to coaching and just giving back to the kids. So I'm just kind of, kind of playing in my ear right now. Just, you know, I didn't like the way it ended last time. So I wanted a, you know, a better, better ending. Now, Mike, I did want to ask you the difference between maybe – did you notice a different level with the first XFL and this one? Because me personally, I didn't see much of a difference between XFL and USFL. It was kind of it – was, it was the same level, which is still a pretty high level of football. And I'll give you the opportunity as an O-lineman to elevate your teammates. Who on the Vegas Vipers really impresses you and what should we watch out for with your team this season? You know, I think uh, I think it's pretty similar to two years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. all the guys, I mean, they're the guys in the same situation. You know, it's just different guys. Um, you know, we got some we got some big-name guys on our team like Vic Beasley and Martavis Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, watch out for them. Um, overall, I think our, our front seven on defense is pretty good. You know, I mean, I think they bring a lot of energy and physicality to the game, um, and I think that's, that's awesome. I think we've got a pretty solid core of O-linemen. You know, and but I mean, you see that, you think that. And, I mean, we'll just kind of see how it goes when we get to our game. You know, everything meshes differently, and everybody plays at a higher level in the game. It seems like so. I'm curious to see how you know a game situation goes since we haven't had that opportunity. You know, we were supposed to have one of those scrimmages like we did against Houston two years ago when we were in St. Louis, and that actually got shut down because we had a big ice storm. So um, I'm kind of curious to see, you know, how we come out and play in a game like situation. Mm-hmm. What well, was Vegas, you know, I mean, obviously it's any team and you went through the draft and I think you were taken in the sixth round with the O-line draft. Um, it, it, was there any certain team that you were wanting to, obviously now you're on Vegas, but, uh, there, there's gotta be a certain little feeling of like, okay, I'm, I'm a Vegas player because there's so much history, obviously of Vegas, not wanting football or sports for the most part because of the gambling side of everything. Uh, but now there's just been this influx of Vegas teams. And now, you know, MLB is possibly going to go to uh, Vegas. That's up in the air. Uh, hockey, obviously, showing up there. You have Raiders there now. Uh, was that was that like whenever you heard, oh, I'm, I'm going to go play for Vegas? Did, 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 did the did the uh, hairs on the back of your neck tingle at all? I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, it's pretty a neat, it's pretty neat experience because, like you're saying, all these other teams are going there and, you know, just being – able to be a part of a team that's new to a city is, is pretty neat. You know, you can say, yeah, I was, I was on the very first Vegas Vipers team, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, I hope the XFL does awesome and continues on for a long time. And I can say, you know what I played, I started that Vegas team. You know, I think that's pretty neat. And Vegas is a, is an awesome place. Mike Miller has been our guest, O-Lima with the Vegas Vipers. Mike, I appreciate you taking this interview on short notice. It was extremely insightful. My Absolutely. co-host texted me during the middle of our interview like, this guy speaks well. He said it in all caps, meaning it was really impressive. So, <laughs> Mike- I, No, I loved it, Mike. I loved it. And also, as somebody that has to deal with Bruno uh, on extended <laughs> hours of the day, we're kind of in a brotherhood together. Yeah. Uh, so I, I know you're struggling there, too. Bruno uh- – Bruno's my guy, so I love it. But uh, hey, uh, Bruno, real quick while we're on the air, someone wants to say hi. I'll do it. Go ahead. 
miss you, Bruno. I miss you a lot. Hey, you know what? Gosh, you guys just got me in my feels. We got to, I don't know, we got to figure it out. Whenever you guys are back home or something, let me know. We'll go out to those bars again. It'll be awesome. Let's have a good time, <laughs> all right? I'm not kidding. Let's do it. Let's do it. We love you. <laughs> love you guys. Hey. I appreciate you guys that? coming on. That was his wife, Sarah. That was uh, his wife, man. Okay. That's awesome. Look at that. That's great. Bro, no, football, cry right now. Football's a though. family, man. Football's a family. It really is. So, hey, we got to head to a break. Mike, I appreciate you coming on. You've been listening to WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Good afternoon. Right now, I'm looking at the weather radar for Middle Tennessee. I'm looking at this weather. Please be careful the rest of the afternoon into the evening. It's slow out here on the South Loop. That's what we're staring at live right now. Uh, 40 East is busy here at Broadway. Demumbrium. They're trying to clear up a couple of wrecks around the area, including that one at 6th in Maine. Uh, that's over on the east side. Uh, Appalachian Trail. That's going to be right near I-24 in its clearing stage. It's heavy, but it's moving. I-24 out through, um, let's say, Rutherford County. They're around 840. Got a little bit busy. 840 at Elmaville Road. We saw a lot of traffic there. I'm sure that's a lot to do with the weather that's now arriving in through that section of Williamson into Rutherford County. Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across uh, Middle Tennessee. You can order online right now at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. You're staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim yep. Kelly is OC. Your reaction? Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, I hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This sucks, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. A show called The Afternoon Stretch is a stretch. Calling it a show. The Afternoon Stretch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the last segment of the last show this week for The Afternoon Stretch. Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devlin behind the board. (laughs) Zach, that was an absolutely amazing interview from Mike Miller. Dude was insightful, spoke well, a ton of knowledge. I know you still want to kind of circle back with the XFL because it was he, he dropped a lot of interesting points. Absolutely. So it's interesting too. his team. I'm looking at through his roster. They have like a really uh, pretty strong Titans connections. Uh, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Vic, Beasley. Uh, Vic Beasley. That's one Brett Hundley as well, though. Mm-hmm. That's another one who's going to be on there. Obviously, was on the practice squad with the Titans for a little while. That team's going to be interesting. I think Martavis Bryan on there because I've been kind of open. We talk about this and I and I make my picks. You know what I mean? I want to know yep. what team am I going to cheer for? Um, I think I'm going to go Vegas Vipers. I think we, I'm going to be a Viper fan. We can be a Vegas Viper show for sure. They will be playing against a really good team in Arlington week one who Mike, me and Mike know so many people on that Arlington team. It's actually, it's actually absurd. Like that's my most connected team, even more so than the current St. Louis staff who I was talking to after my release. So it, it'll be cool. I was thinking I was texting Mike after the break. Cause they all got me in their feels, you know, that'd be a good time for me to somehow get down there, but I don't, you know, I have the wedding this weekend. So we'll have to make it another week, maybe when they play a second time, but that that's going to be Vegas is going to be a great thing. And you know what, since there is a lot of Titans connections, Vegas might be the team to watch because with Titans connections, like, like a Brett Huntley, you never know when they overperform the teams that already have signed them before in the NFL, they might, you know, have a callback. They might want to see, you know, well, I wonder too, like Vic Beasley, obviously when he was here with the Tennessee Titans was just a flake, right? Like yes. he just didn't want to play. And now going into the XFL, is he really, you know, that was, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to ask that to Mike, Absolutely, um, yeah. but yeah, but it, I, I, I was inquisitive of that is it, what has he been like? Cause that guy seemed like he wanted to quit football altogether. And you know, now he's playing in a league where, I mean, it couldn't be just the paycheck. I mean, he's, still, he's probably making Absolutely. okay money with it, but it's not what he was making in the NFL, obviously. No. So it, it's really interesting that he's he's trying to pursue it still because what's the other – What? why else play the XFL if you're not trying to get back to the NFL? Well, man, it could be kind of like that oh, crap moment because these athletes are people too. And as people, we all have a little bit of ego. And Vic Beasley, you know, there's a reason he got paid in the NFL. He, he had a ton of potential. So you kind of feel like you're on top of the world. You can do no wrong, like – but it's not everyone's Michael Thomas. Not everyone can cap out the the cap space, be number one, and not play. You know, so I think you know this might be Vic Beasley's like, oh crap! If I don't do this, and you, I'm, I'm not assuming anything, but I'm just saying you never know what people's finances or where they are. This could have mm-hmm. been his oh crap! I I might have to be 
I don't know what his degree is in or if he has one or anything, but you never know. I might have to go into chemical engineering or I might have to be a math te- or I might have to be a UPS drive. It, it, it kind of hits you when you get to the XFL because that check isn't enough to go through a training camp. You know, I think we're going to see right. a very motivated everyone in this league. Like people think the XFL is a go and retire league. It is. It is not. The XFL and the USFL are last chance you pro and people are fighting for their lives, their professional careers in this thing just for the chance to be one of the 13 people who eventually make it back into an NFL roster. So Vic Beasley has made it through training camp. He's put in the work because I've seen a lot of big-time names get cut too, straight-up cut from these leagues. So I think you could see something there with the Vegas Vipers. They will be a fun team to watch on top of my boy Mike Miller being there. And uh, Devlin should want to do it because Rod Smith, former Ohio State running backs on that team as well. Not that Rod Smith was, you know, uh, some monster he might or anything, be he might be for the vegas vipers might be ohio state putting be. on the xfl you got it you got to hit all cylinders possible i mean i i, I just i need anytime i see an uh, ohio state kind of uh connection i just know uh i know a guy who's really big on that my good my good friend was a was a center behind pat eiflin at ohio state who's with the showboats we might get him on one day he would he's just as obnoxious as devlin with ohio state it's every ohio state person <laughs> i've ever met they are the most diehard people it's more than anything it's annoying it's annoying how they're all the same hate i respect it now devlin honestly yeah. hate him or love him <laughs> now zach you were before in the first hour you were telling me about this issue with tv rights and the mlb mm. and the nhl i want you to expand on that because anytime a sport that's not football is in trouble i laugh a little bit so let me hear it well so it's not it's not so much the sports are in trouble it, mm-hmm. it's just the the programming of it all so what's going on right now is bally sports that uh was changed over from fox sports i know a lot of people when that changeover happened uh were upset but that's how, that's how you watch a lot of your regional action right like like yes. braves baseball tv wise or really all of the mlb uh on valley sports and, and even uh i believe unless they have new rules i know for a long time like the memphis grizzlies like you would be able to watch them on there as well um the company uh diamond sports group uh is is the group uh, they own they own bally's uh 19 regional sports networks and there are contracts individually with the leagues that are watching this. and we've been talking about this for a while bruno uh, about the tv contracts and i think a lot of people have problems with how the blackout dates and different things go throughout the season because they're just not even able to watch their own teams in their own state because of these blackouts and and different issues uh so what's happening is uh the uh the subsidiary of sinclair diamond sports group is uh filing bankruptcy they're skipping they announced that they're going to skip their february 140 million dollar interest only payment and they're going to enter into a 30-day grace period which will probably lead to a bankruptcy filing uh now with that being said there's there's 14 mlb teams that uh get like a lot of revenue Mm -hmm. through this agreement they they are supposed to be paid and rob manfred uh came out today the commissioner for the mlb and said that look this isn't going to affect us we Mm -hmm. have plans of going to streaming which is really strange that this should have already been in the works and it kind of shows you why you know why they haven't been if you're seeing the amount of money that's being spent in just a month on just interest payments alone to these teams that are due that they're going to be skipping out on 
it's 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 kind of insane. Now this is also NHL. So NHL uh they put out a tweet earlier today uh and I got to go back and find it. But the tweet is basically that they are uh they're they're assessing the situation. I'm going to find that tweet to get exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're assessing the situation that's going on uh, currently with with the streaming because you know they're they're mid season right now. Uh, we're talking about a real situation where, which I doubt will happen, but worst case scenario, some people won't be able to watch these teams. These teams won't be on. The only way you're going to be able to keep up with them is on online or or possibly through a radio network of some sort. Uh, that's the stuff that's going on with this. It's a really big deal. And kind of shows uh, the problems going on because this Diamond Sports Group they bought the rights to Bally's. Uh, I, I can't remember how long it wasn't. It wasn't too long ago. It was recently that they bought it. Uh, they paid in the neighborhood of two billion dollars for the rights fees on this. Uh, it, it was uh, 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 2022. Yeah, it was in the third quarter of 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, or sorry, 2019. Uh, they purchased for 10.6 billion in 2019. That's what it is. Sinclair. Uh, which owns Diamond Sports Group, purchased uh, the networks from Fox for $10.6 billion in 2019. Uh, and they have initially borrowed more than $8 billion. And these are billions with a B, not not millions. Uh, that is so an unthinkable are, amount of money. It is absolutely insane that it even exists. And they're already, I mean, within 2019, obviously you had COVID, but you would think the TV side of that would have gone up because mm-hmm. you couldn't go into the games, especially in the MLB, right? Uh, and I mean, we're talking about what, four years, three years of, of where they're almost immediately losing out money. Uh, they're paying $2 billion in rights fees on an annual basis right now. This is, this is crazy. This is a crazy amount of money, but it, they kind of took a gamble on buying this. Yeah. And this is right before people started cutting the cord. You know, I, I'm one of those people. Bruno, you're one of those people. We don't have cable. Nope. Uh, Devlin, I assume you're one of those people. Like, we don't have cable. We're we're all in our 20s, and there's there's no, uh, you know, I, I don't know a lot of people that do still have cable. And I think we're going to see a lot of these TV, the way that we're watching sports, consuming sports, it's going to change dramatically, especially with how Apple TV, and I imagine that's what Manfred is suggesting uh, with the Apple TV stream because he's saying we have streaming options like fans shouldn't be worried. And I, I think the NHL, all the all the teams of this effects, they're going to be able to find it because people want to watch this stuff. So uh, with, with Amazon getting into the game as much as they are, YouTube TV now with NFL and, um, you know, Apple TV's already been doing a, uh, a game, a Friday night special game, MLB broadcast. Uh, it, we're going to see more of this happen going forward. And I, and I think some people are going to be really upset about it uh because it's going to be so dramatically different well you mentioned it the mlb signaled that they were they were like it's not okay we're removing to streaming anyways do you think that these kind of broadcast groups with declaring this level of bankruptcy they just kind of see see that the trend is away from them but at the same time there's a reason to be in that business too because you said it there's there's a market of people who never are going to mm-hmm. move from tv uh, trying to Set up HBO. I was with my dad for a judo tournament. Trying to set up The Last of Us for him on his iPad was, you know, it's like, come on, <laughs> come on. We we need TV at some point for a big part of our market. Is so is this is this kind of trending towards the end? I mean, I th- I think so. When you're yeah. seeing a company like that with that kind of money, and they're saying, you know, nope. we we we'd rather to file bankruptcy, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> tapping out. That's the file. business version of tapping out. 
Right. That's the like bankruptcy obviously sounds terrible, but sometimes it's a it's a better, you know, it is a better option than the than the adverse. They're going to do what helps their bottom end no matter what. So they clearly don't see the the future of it uh, as it is right now. And that's why they're like, no, we're not going to pay one hundred and seventeen million dollars. We're just going to default on that and, and go bankruptcy. <laughs> Uh, it probably affects the NHL more than the MLB when it comes to, you know, like needing that TV money, I would assume. you you're, Oh, you're, it does. I mean, yeah. the NHL, especially during COVID, if you remember, they, they were selling their division naming rights. You know, it's like how we talk about the NFC South. They were having like the Honda NFC South, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they had the I think it was the Honda Central Division uh in hockey i can't remember all the sponsors during the COVID thing but they had to generate income they because selling yeah you know they don't they don't they don't pull the same audiences that you know you get from the nba and nfl and even mlb so uh yeah it's 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 tough but you know you look at it too and you see the the future of it all like you look at the ufc and what they've done with espn and disney right like yes they were way before all this jumping on the espn plus so they can put all the fights out there um they were one of the first groups that really got into that uh and you kind of see now it's it was Man. it was a, a really smart move but zach it it when things don't work out for the consumer, I assume that it's also not going to last. And streaming, to be quite frank, the way it's developed, it it's it doesn't seem like it's 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 convenient for the user, which is what business is about. That's how good business. There will be a company that does something revolutionary in the next few years that packages all these things together. You could have sports, you could have entertainment. Oh wait, it was called cable, right? Like it's mm. so it. I don't know how how much deeper we can get into this because I can't. I'm just saying from I'm not buying Apple TV, Peacock, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. Um, am I missing anything off the top? MLB a lot Network, of them. HBO NFL, Max, uh, Netflix. Like I'm, I, I'm not buying all this stuff. So am I just not gonna watch? I'm too poor to watch because I can't afford 15 <laughs> subscriptions. Much less forget about remembering my different passwords. Like I don't. Am I just? Am I screwed? I'm screwed. No, I think there's. I think you bring up a really good point because. Uh, that now we're getting a little bigger than just you know talking about sports but there is a there's there's a real world where it almost the the pendulum swings back the other yes, way right exactly. like we're so far on the streaming side i think because for me lord i all those you mentioned we have like a, you know not not a flex or anything but we i, yeah, yeah. I purchased those mm -hmm. i pay for those i would say if i combined all the all those monthly streaming costs I would probably be paying for a cable subscription in that in that same price range. So I think that's like the the next thing that's going to happen is like these cable companies, which aren't just going to go away. I don't think they're going to go away, but I think they're going to get together and say, why don't we start making deals with you know if well if you want to watch the NFL, you got to have YouTube TV. So you get you know that sucks. And then if you want to watch uh, UFC, you got to have ESPN Plus. If you want to watch whatever, you got to have all these different streaming services. What if we cut deals with the TV, those streaming services, and say, look, we'll put you all under one banner, and then you do it on you know whatever mm -hmm. the Xfinities or Comcast of the world. You know, I, I think we're going to see that. Like whether it be 10, 15, 20 years from now, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, I 100% think we're going to get to that point. I do know the way that it is now does seem unsustainable because the amount of money that these leagues are having to spend. And then that we talked about this with Fox, why they have the USFL is because they're, they know they're not gonna be able to afford 
what the NFL's pricing is at, at a certain point, it's going to happen. Like they're not going to be able to keep up mm -hmm. with having NFL games and, and competing with these crazy, crazy numbers that the NFL can get. They started an entire league just to try and stay in a market of a sport. Yeah, it's yes. that's it, yes. You have to look behind the lines, and we've been saying that for a while. But the fact they're going to keep going and keep going because if you think the USFL is generated is is operating on a profit right now, uh, you're crazy. Even with all the a lot of the cost cutting they've done with hubs, and they're slowly expanding because they're trying to you know generate revenue, revenue, maybe get some sponsors from big wigs on the cities that they have. There's a few things that they're working on right now, but that all backtracks to my belief that football and the NFL and the MLB and the NBA, it is the only people that are going to be able to afford them are the tech giants. And, mm -hmm. and at a certain point, you know, Hey, am I, am I crazy for asking this? When does the government step in and say, you guys are, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, because we all thought that with the NCAA one, like they'll never be touched. They're a monopoly, but it is what mm -hmm. it is. And then boom, one day it's all over. Could we see that in a form of, you know, legislation that that kind of fixes yeah. this problem. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I want I want to jump back real quick to the XFL. Mm -hmm. uh, what you, what we were talking about with Mike, I meant to ask you about this. What are your thoughts on that? How they live in a hub but then fly to their respective cities even for home games? That's kind of crazy. It is crazy for because this isn't a product for the fans. This is a product for the TV networks first. Then the fans, or excuse me, it's not a product for the players. It's a product for the TV networks first. That's the first people you want to appease. Those are going to be your big money people. That's how you're going to generate most of your revenue. Then second, the fans. That's how you generate your next, you know, kind of tier of revenue. So to cut costs, living in a hub is not the worst thing in the world. You get everyone the same. You, you know, kind of probably get a deal. You can work out things with the city. I'm getting really deep on you, like government business-wise. You can work out things with cities the way, the way the USFL worked out with Birmingham and my old man who has who kind of runs a recreation department for a small city in Tennessee you get to kind of see the workings that you can get a lot of deals from a government local with the economic impact you provide and the XFL you know they're getting hotel rooms there's added there's added businesses the local businesses a lot of the people are going to come see the games so they probably get a lot of positives out of playing out of a hub and if you're a first year guy in the XFL beggars can't be choosers being being spring football guys it was nice that Vince McMahon on XFL 2.0 was able to front 300 million dollars and they were able to map out three years of having us practice in our stadium rent out our own practice facilities and play but when you're a business person and you have limited capital, which everyone has limited capital to a certain extent, I get why the XFL is all hosting out of Arlington and then playing. I will say, though, it is an unfair advantage for Arlington. It was the same thing with Birmingham. Birmingham was the um, hub city for the USFL. It really did feel like they were getting special treatment and, and, and certain advantages, and I have no doubt Arlington will get the same thing. But at the end of the day, we roll out of football on a field and you play. So there's always the possibility that you can take what you earn. Uh, I want to say, too, uh, we're obviously shortened today because of mm -hmm. Andy Williams basketball. They're going to be on uh, down in Tuscaloosa. Jake Lyman will be on the call for that. Uh, 545 is when we're done. Tip off, obviously, 6 p.m. for that one. Real quick before we go, because we're done for the week after this. Vandy baseball takes over for us tomorrow. And we, mm -hmm. I know me personally will be watching that Vandy baseball game against TCU. First pitch, 3 o'clock, Andrew Algreta, uh, who was on earlier this show, uh, will be uh, on the call there at 245. The little, just a little, little rumor, little, a little drama that's just getting turned. Oh, no. uh, Jonathan Jones on Twitter uh, 
first sources love that you know the De- mm. devlin will tell me something sometimes and want me to go on air and just say just say per, per source <laughs> you know and because i told you <laughs> and we might have to test that theory one day but uh per sources my understanding that the ravens did not fully integrate quarterback lamar jackson into the hiring process for their new offensive coordinator so this is interesting because uh, uh- as something I learned in my oration classes from the great orators to Cicero to Abraham Lincoln to Donald Trump, you know, all the way down the line, every single word, message and sentence in pause and comma has a meaning. So when they say fully integrated, he was not fully integrated. It implies he was somewhat integrated, but the commitment wasn't a hundred percent fair to say so there is still a connection with lamar jackson but you have to ask the question was this from lamar's end that he didn't even want to be fully committed until he got his money or however it's working so real quick i can answer that uh so jeff zebrick who is uh he he followed he's a senior staff writer with the athletic in baltimore he replied to this tweet and said my understanding was he was given multiple opportunities to provide input and be involved so it was his choice not to be involved Give the man his money. Everyone wants him to get his money, except for the team. I think he'll get his money. Do you, Zach? Uh, From another team, yeah, I think so. All right. Well, that wraps it up here for us for the week. The afternoon stretch. Bruno Reagan, Zach Williams, Devlin behind the board. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Stay tuned. We got Vandy Women's Basketball at Alabama. You're listening to WNSR, National Sports Radio.